This is a competition. This is not America's next top best friend. Wanna be on to the America's Next Top Best Friend podcast. I'm here with the beautiful, trendy, hilarious Amanda Mitchell, who is wearing the cutest wig known to mankind. It's like that purple gray ashy, but it's a bob, but it's a center part. And it's cut Abandon short all your ideas about what it looks like because you'll never know how cute it is. Smoky lilac. That's the color that I that was the, the purchase. <laughs> smoky lilac. It's my new favorite color, actually. I decided that my new favorite color is literally smoky lilac. Like the combination of lavender and gray is like my absolute favorite color. These are good choices. I know. What can I say? I got good taste. Meanwhile, mine is like brown and like burnt orange so i can look like jan brady (laughs) sure jan (laughs) so today we are going to be talking about america's next top model cycle seven episodes two and three which means we're going to be talking about makeovers motherfuckers again we reiterate it every time we have makeovers but makeovers are the fucking best Best time of the year. They're the jam. They're literally like, it's like monthly we get a Christmas and that Christmas is makeovers. Except for this one. This one kind of sucks. I agree. Because this season kind of sucks. I mean, yeah. But so will the next few. Did you read that article I sent you when I <laughs> last night about Versace? No, because my phone was like turned off for the movie. And then by oh. the time we got out, it was 2 a.m. And I was like, I can't read an article right now. Well... <laughs> Anyway, this week was, I believe it was Milan Fashion Week, and so Wait, no, I did read the, Don- it. the Donatella nice. with with the with the supermodels. Yes, yes. And, so and Tyra left out. Yeah. So okay, sorry. There, Go ahead. So yeah. So there, I, be- I believe it was Milan Fashion Week, but basically Donatella Versace for the the Versace uh, Spring and Summer uh, twenty eighteen show decided to do an homage to her brother and the impact he had on you know versace is a line it was a fucking brilliant show like what i i saw the entire video i was in awe i don't usually sit and watch like you know runways and it's fine but like this was one where i was like oh my god this is incredible like the clothes were beautiful all that stuff and then like the show seemed to end and then the lights came back up and it's donatella in the center carla bruni christy turlington uh naomi campbell who Cindy else? Crawford. Cindy Crawford. And I think that's it. I think feel like we're missing somebody. Maybe Linda Evangelista. No, I don't think no? so. No. Okay. I have to bring it. I'll have to pull it up. Um, but they, but, uh, it, it basically, yeah. it was an homage to the 90s supermodels who basically created the supermodel. And it was Carla Bruni, Claudia Schiffer. Claudia who Schiffer. We missed. Yes. Claudia Schiffer, and Naomi Kim, and Helena Christensen. Yes. Um, so we got all of that wrong. <laughs> And yeah. um Ellington was in like one of the older pictures. Yeah, she was. And so and they walked the runway with Donatella to close the show. They're wearing these beautiful gold lame dresses. It was earth shatteringly incredible. 
And all I could think of was, how mad do you think Tyra Banks was that she did not get that call to be in that show? You know she was so mad. Oh, yeah. And it, She it, probably scalped one of her assistants. Seriously. It re- and it really kind of affirms in my brain that, like, yes, Tyra was a supermodel, but she wasn't that. Like, she wasn't, she was great, but she was more of a Victoria's Secret Sports Illustrated model. Like, that's who she was. And what about Janice? Janice was too old. Janice was like 70s. Janice is like a good 20 years older than like all of those women. Cindy Crawford. Yeah. Can we talk about Cindy Crawford's daughter? Yes. First of all, is that Kaya Gerber? Yeah, Did Kaya Cindy Gerber. Crawford have that child with like the head of Gerber? <laughs> like um, baby? I'm not sure. Let me double check. Kaya Gerber's only 16. That's what gives me the biggest complex. I'm like, oh. She... Her she features looks... are so... She already has, like, a very small head and face. Mm-hmm. And then all of her features are so small. Mm-hmm. So she, like, looks... Has, like, Rachel Bilson baby face. But yeah. even more so. She's, and she's 16. She's the supermodel version of Rachel Bilson. That's a really great way of putting that. Like, she really is Rachel Bilson. But, like, if Rachel Bilson was not short and, like, had a little bit smaller features. Like, there's something so refined about Kaya Gerber's face. And let's see. Hold on. Let's see who Cindy Crawford is married to. Businessman and former model Randy Gerber, who is... Uh, no, he's not He's not of Gerber, like, baby food. He is of the Gerber group. Sorry. Sorry to disappoint. Okay, let's do this. <laughs> yes, Cycle 7. Let's get Episode to Episode 2 it. is titled, The Girl Who Hates Her Hair. Who is this title? I mean, this title is about everybody. It's about everybody. Yeah, we're about to get into who it's You know about. how I said at the beginning of the season, like, this is, like, Jay checks out really early? This is the episode where he checks out. Yeah, absolutely. He says it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he, he I mean, let's, let's just get into mm-hmm. it, because it's very... It's very apparent. He okay. doesn't, like, give little hints. He straight up is mm-hmm. like, bye. Yes. Um, I just have to note about the opening credits. You know how we talked about how we don't understand how Carrie D made into the competition using her, like, when you look at her nude photographs? Yes. In in the opening credits, they have, like, the picture, like, the stock pictures, but in the court, upper right corner, they have, like, the nude photographs that they took on that building. And the picture they use of Carrie D is so beautiful. And in, it, I was like, where was this photo? Why didn't we oh. see this? And it, it's, it's like, it's like, when you see it, I was like, oh, that's why she made it. Like, she looks electric. Oh, mm-hmm. that's so weird. Next time yeah, because watch. it was like she was just like trying to show her personality in mm-hmm. both of them, but it wasn't like the judges even found it funny. Yeah, no. And then like there's this photo and I'm like, if they had shown that on camera, I would have understood. So the episode Selected opens with the girls Ellie. practicing their runway walks. Um, <sighs> Megan's going home as shit in this episode. Oh, my right God. Away, it's clear. <laughs> Uh, Melrose is thinking about being in the in the bottom two last week. This is the beginning of Monique and Melrose's rivalry. Mm-hmm. Monique says Melrose is fake and she can't stand her. Yeah. She's like, that's the girl I hate most in this house. And I'm like, everyone hates you, Monique. I really hated Monique in these two episodes. I really did. I read I'm- that article you sent me about Monique. And, and, and Ken Mock's comment about it. And how they just, they had to sit Monique down and tell her like, your behavior is unacceptable. You need to be aware of the way that your behavior affects other people. And she, they, and Ken Mock was like, she kept trying to blame other girls. She had no self-awareness, no. And even in that article, she tries to blame the other girls and be like, they portrayed me to look immature. And I'm like, it, you can only edit things in so many ways. 
Yes, they have tricks and things like that, but you still have to behave like that in order for them to edit you like that. Like, yes. it's that simple. And Monique is like, she, like, w- claimed that Melrose spit on her when she coughs. Bitch, have you ever coughed? You naturally <laughs> spit when you cough. <laughs> like, You're clearing your throat. What do you think's in your throat? Ugh, I hate her. Anyway, no, Tyra Mail, every morning I have a, fr- a glass of fresh squeezed OJs to get me going. I suggest you do the same. This one Ew. is a reach. This one's a reach. Like I would have thought they're meeting OJ Simpson. <laughs> I would have thought they're meeting the OJ's the band. <laughs> like, like or maybe the- going to Florida. yeah like there's a plenty of things that i would have thought of over meeting with the jays they meet and so they meet with the jays oh but like right before that monique's really pissed because alarm clocks are waking her up and she's like i wanted to sleep like an extra 10 minutes and it's like you live in a house with like 13 other girls though Mm -hmm. and you have to be up anyway you have to be up you're like it's like and it's like weren't you the one yet last episode complaining about how you need all this time to go through your rich your regimen wouldn't you want to be up yeah so you have time to go through your regimen like your arguments don't have merit they don't they don't make any fucking sense and you she like is she it's just like you complain when it's convenient for you yes and that's why monique is the worst type of person like Mm -hmm. she's the kind of person who always always is a victim always and especially like she's fucking vicky gumbleson vicky gumbleson is the exact same way you're always a victim even when you're the aggressor anyway i'm sorry so so the jays have breakfast with the girls like amanda said and they're talking about like makeovers and Mm -hmm. jada says my hair grows so fast like shave it off (laughs) of course she did of course she did (laughs) um the restaurant is called oliver is it still open Yes, it's still open. There's three of them. And here's what their fucking website says, because this is what made me hate the restaurant the most. Quote, health conscious dining cafe and restaurant with 500 calorie items or less. I hate this restaurant. I hate it. Anyway, yes. Mr. J is wearing an Ed Hardy hat and a matching polo shirt. Oh, no, 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 no. There is a lot of Ed Hardy in this season on both of the J's and I would like to have a discussion with them about it. <laughs> like, like God. So yeah. Then after breakfast, the girls um, go back to their house and we see Tyra's inside of their house listening yes. at the front door. They go and knock on their own door. Have you ever knocked on your own door? Only when I got locked out. Yes, <laughs> like, exactly. But other than that, they literally go and knock on their own door instead of just walking in the house. It's very strange. And yeah, Tyra's on the other side and lets them in. And then Meg gives them a hug, gives her a hug. Jada gives her a hug, but nobody else gets a hug. And I think it's very interesting. Because you it's when, so weird. And Tyra does this a lot. Like, I've I've noticed this. She'll, like, like give a half hug. Like, she'll give, like, one and a half hugs. And yeah. then, like, all well, like, the other Megan girls. runs up to her and, like, like is smiling ear to her. ear. It gives her a big hug. And you can see Tyra's just, like waiting for it to be over <laughs> mm-hmm. uh so the house has been transformed into a salon because basically that's why we got that t- awful tyra males that they basically were like we need to get these bitches out of this house so we can make it into a salon which i think is gross i wouldn't want people cutting my own hair in my living room i'm sorry Ooh. um and also that entire breakfast felt like sorority recruitment 
<laughs> like I know you never went through it, but like when I was when Jay was like was like you need to use your vulnerability to you know like focus on and help you in in your modeling and i was just like this feels like when i went through sorority recruitment before i quit my sorority twice where they were just looking at me like you know you need to like don't talk about drinking don't talk about drugs just really really present your best self and i'm like motherfucker these girls are all doing drugs in upstairs while you guys are <laughs> talking to us about this they're all doing coke in the bathroom like let's be uh-huh. real so to announce the makeovers, they have portraits done of the girls that are actually they're, they're beautiful like, portraits. They're well done because they like they look they like look them. so much like them. Mm-hmm. Um, so what are the makeovers this year? Should we do yays and nays? Yays and nays. <laughs> so Melrose goes platinum blonde like Nadia Auerman. Yay! Yay! It, Yay. It's a little yellowy though, but that's because I, she needs purple shampoo. And they do this every—I mean, every season they try to elevate a dark brown girl to like platinum blonde, and I'm like, you can't do that in one process. Sorry, um, that's right. and that's why it always winds up turning yellow, like Michelle. Um, and oh. <laughs> uh, but also like Melrose to me, like she looks great, but she also looks like when a Birmingham girl who like a Birmingham Jewish girl like has dark hair and like puts blonde highlights in it—that's what she looks like. She actually looks more average. I think at the time she eleva- she was elevated, but now I'm like, okay, you look like every girl I went to high school with. Yeah, she could have gone brunette, and I would have been fine with it. They could they could have made her go like much darker. Yeah, you know? like what they did to Brooke. Yeah, Brooke. Speaking of Brooke, Lowe's chocolate brown. Brooke's makeover is my favorite of the season. It's really good. Mm-hmm. She looks amazing, like, and like that's the hair color I think she should always have. I'm sure she probably doesn't anymore. It's been a mm-hmm. decade, but like she looked really good with dark, with dark that chocolatey brown color. Um, Eugenia gets a luscious wavy weave. Yay! It, yay! Because she still has it. It's still her hair to this day. So Hell yeah! Good for her. Good because her hair before that was a mess. Ugh! No. No, Eugenia. Um, Megan get, basically gets her hair bleach blonde and a pixie. I actually really like Megan's makeover. Do you know? I think they should have done her Molly Sue color. Understood. It would have been the exact same one, but she could have. Mm-hmm. But she did need a color change. Yes, but you know Tyra loves making girls red, and he she she makes two girls red this season. She they can't make three. There's one season where they, every every season there's one girl there where they make her hair fucking bright like fire engine red but even like britney from cycle eights like terrible oh, sword. Oh, <laughs> she looked like oh, bozo <laughs> she looked terrible. like bozo it's <laughs> she looks like raggedy and like they took a bunch of red yard and then they they just unrolled it and then they pinned it to her head like pippi Longstocking. it's terrifying <laughs> Um, I can't wait to get to that. Oh, they destroy her. She's the, I mean, she's the brook of that season. Um, Anshal finally gets her fucking haircut. Like, they, they, just, they give her, like, I mean, they give her the same haircut they gave Julie in cycle three. But you know what? It looks good on Anshal and her hair is too damn long. And they also, they also do what Teresa Judice needs to have done. And they, oh, th- <laughs> and they thread her hairline. So her hairline is like a full inch back. So God. she looks like she has a goddamn forehead. They don't really do a lot to Monique. They basically like 
give her like curly hair. They like curl her hair out. Wait, yeah, they make her hair a little lighter. But you know what? Of all of the horrible things that we will be saying about Monique this cycle, she is one of the only girls that knows how to take care of her weave. It's true. It looks so good. It looks so good. It's true. She's the only, only one of the only girls who knows how to do it, and it's really, you know. It's interesting. Um, yeah. Carrie D gets blonde extensions, and that's what Carrie D needed. Mm-hmm. When they said that she looked like she looks like like you know how they say that she looks like Rebecca Romaine. Yeah, she does, and it's like Rebecca Romaine had that that quality where she could go from modeling into acting. And Carrie D, right now, you look with that short hair, look just like a every girl going to a casting in L.A. Like her hair was just average, you know. Yes, it was like early Malin Ackerman. Uh, <laughs> I was just, I, I, I honestly, I just said her name p- to piss you off. <laughs> I don't hate her as much uh, as I used to. AJ gets <laughs> Linda Evangelista short. AJ really annoys me in this episode too. Yeah, yeah. she was like never that likable to me, and now I'm just like, yeah, I'm done. I'm done. You like yeah. seem like a baby. Yeah. And you're trying to be so hard and yeah, like goth. I agree. You're a baby. That's a really good assessment. Like, for, like I didn't, I, she just really annoyed, like, from her coming up for, to panel last week and being like, I just have low self-confidence. Like, I just want to blame everyone else for my problems to today when she's like, ugh, anyway, she, she doesn't deserve the Linda Evangelista haircut. How about that? Yes. Um, Meg gets frizzy curls, which is a very 2017 hairstyle. It doesn't look good with the way they do it. It's Mm-mm. like it's like they didn't blend her bangs in properly. So she has like two seventy styles, like whoosh, like bangs in the front and then long in the back. Yeah, it looks like I don't know. It doesn't look like the the weaves are. It's clearly a weave. Like it does not look like it's part of her hair. There's no. a clear separation. But they tried to match the hair to her natural hair texture. Which mm-hmm. confused me. It's a very, it's a very strange makeover. I don't understand it. It doesn't elevate her whatsoever. No, nay, no, no. Basically, Michelle and Amanda get the exact same goddamn hair color, but Michelle gets no. wavy hair. They get both get Michelle's, red hair. Michelle's is like more orange though, and Amanda's is more auburn. It's like darker. I would actually it? say the opposite. Michelle's is more orange, and Amanda's is like red, yes. red, red, red. Yes, 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 yes. I agree. I agree. But they both get fiery red hair. See, I told you, two girls this season get red hair. Hillary is now <laughs> basically showing, being like, I love being a redhead. It's my greatest identifying feature. And no. Amanda will kill me if I ever dye it. It's true. I know. <laughs> and yeah, but Michelle has wavy hair and Amanda gets straight hair, which will come into play later on in this season when Michelle comes out of the closet. One Why? twin, one twin is, has wavy hair and the other one is straight. oh my god it's like like, tyra can't write that shit okay Um, jada jada again another girl who does not deserve her makeover because her makeover is incredible she looks beautiful she they they cut her hair like like tire like halle berry winning the oscar for monsters ball yes basically like that's that's all i can that's literally my note is halle berry winning the oscar for monsters ball that cute short cropped haircut that just shows all how beautiful her face is like it like she or flintstones go to las vegas yes that too (laughs) um but like jada 
again, she's she's 18 years old, so she doesn't understand the pixie cut. She doesn't mm-hmm. understand it, and like the the it it takes us. She hasn't broken up with her first boyfriend. True yet. facts. Like, she doesn't have the yeah the Jordan Braun rebellion haircut. So our friend Jordan broke up with her boyfriend and basically cut her hair off, and now she and she's had that hairstyle ever since, and she looks gorgeous and it looks amazing. But basically, because Jada does not understand her short haircut, she promptly flips out and cries. So basically, you know, makeovers happen. Meg really loves her makeover. I actually liked Meg's makeover when she first got styled. And then like later on, I think in, in, in panel, I'm just like, no, that's a no for me. I remember um, watching this season and like makeovers and i think i just actually rewatched this episode with my mom but i remember watching it for the first time with my mom Mm -hmm. and because melrose freaks out she's like it won't look good blonde and she has freaking out my mom was like deduced the fact that she's pretty sure melrose has an eating disorder because she has these insane control issues Mm -hmm. and she was like she's a perfectionist she has these insane control issues she like is definitely pre-disposed what's the word Pre- yeah, um, predisposed, yeah. Yeah, to have an eating disorder. That makes I was sense. like, that's fascinating. Yeah, your mom is deep. I know. Mm-hmm. On, like, I, while I say yes, thank God for Angel getting that threading done, threading hurts like a motherfucker. Have you ever had your, have, have, been, have anything threaded? No. It, or waxed. It, it, <sighs> <laughs> yeah, because Hillary does not grow hair on her body. I don't understand it lucky bitch um whereas like i if i go six weeks without getting my eyebrows done i look like a fucking furry monster um <laughs> no like th- threading li- literally is th- like rubbing a thread on your face that's so like plucking or it's li- like not like tweezing where they pull it out one at a time like threading they like literally could pull out like three hairs at once okay yes um it is it is gentler on the skin it's not like waxing which is just putting hot wax on your face it's not ideal but, you know, you got to do the things to look beautiful. Anyway, Raja, we got a Raja appearance in this episode. Yes. Looks, okay, because I couldn't understand what I tried to write down. He looks, so. he looks at Brooke and goes, what happened to Meg Ryan? Meg Ryan's gone. That's it. <laughs> and I'm um, like, does Brooke, look, Brooke doesn't look like Meg Ryan, though. I think it's just because Brooke is like a pretty blonde girl, like all-American blonde yeah. girl. Yeah. They all look the same to Raja. Uh, Brooke, but, again, makeover, amazing. Um, perfect. The twins say they can't trick people anymore and try to Olsen twin. They still, they still look alike. Yeah, you're fine. Jada's sobbing while Mr. J cuts her hair, but it looks so much so better. Good. She like She's like, I don't, I feel more masculine. And it's like, but you look amazing. But you look amazing. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. You look incredible. But um, again, like, this show would benefit if they had those makeup artists sit down with a woman and be like, so this is why we gave you this. This is why we did this. Like, your face now looks like this. Just explain it to them. Melrose is crying. AJ says hers is too light. Yeah, she hates the color. And she's like, she's like, I don't like smooth. I like spikes. Bitch, shut the fuck up. Your Just hair looks the goddamn makeover. same, and you had a free makeover, and you're Nobody annoying. Nobody asked you to be on this show. Seriously. You auditioned for this. And you're getting a fucking free haircut. Shut up. Monique <laughs> is crying because no one's ever seen her without her weave, while Mr. Thank J is you. rolling his eyes. And you want, I, I was more shocked that they didn't make a bigger comment about that, because it was just like Robin in cycle one, 
right wasn't it robin who freaked out because nobody like yeah that's she, right she wanted to convince people that that was her real hair and that like that was the exact same thing no she's never no one's ever seen her without her without her tracks in and i just love the fact that the producers just like well fuck you we're gonna have a camera on you while you cry without your weaving trying to cover it with a trying fucking to cover towel mm-hmm. yeah and because, then and, um, like, and, and they try and she tries to be like, I'm crying because like I couldn't get enough sleep. And, all and it's like, no, you're crying because you're on TV and someone's going to see you without your weave on. I hate Should her. we play the audio of Mr. J freaking out? Yes. yes. And being like, yes. I don't want to be here. He's yeah. basically like um, to AJ. He's like, you're being insulting and it makes me not want to be here. And then AJ like rolls her eyes and kind of shakes her head like Jade did. And she's like, no, you are. You can think that you're not, but you are. And they're like got fucking rats. They are uh, rats. They're all terrible. Okay, here we go. Dad is having a bad day. I can't even sleep because it's like the alarm is going off. And so when I can't sleep. <laughs> he rolls his eyes. I roll my eyes. This career. This is not hard. You are getting a fresh hair weave by a master stylist. And if the alarm's going off, put in earplugs. To see these young girls who supposedly wanted to be here so badly, just kind of throw it off and say, oh, I don't like it. It just disgusts me and it makes me not want to be here. Guys, when you walk into this business, you walk into this business as blank canvases. I wish that when I was 18 or 19, I had people come in and take me to the next level. So you hate your hair and, and you're actually being insulting in front of a master who's been in this business. No, you were. Just listen for one second. Miss Thing's crying up there because she got her tracks out and this and that. And it's like, you're insulting our guests. You're insulting Tyra inevitably. I'm like over it. I'm just going to go home to sleep. Yeah, and he just fucking leaves. He's like, fuck this. My favorite part of that is, I'm just going to go home and sleep. Because I'm like, I have been there so many times. I'm just like, fuck this. I'm just going to go home and take a nap. And then to, like, counter that, the next scene is Megan happily chatting with her girlfriend and just being like, hi, um, I've been in a plane crash, so this is nothing to me. (laughs) You guys are all idiots. Megan is really hot. Like, as, 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 as a heterosexual woman... You know, I, I I am also, you know, okay. You know, I can acknowledge when a woman is fucking beautiful. And Megan's hot. Like, okay. Megan is like a hot lesbian. Like, Megan, if she lives in New York, is probably fighting them off. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Tyra Mail, true queens, true queens don't need makeup. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like the longer we've gone through this podcast, the less effort you put into writing down Tyra Mail. I... <laughs> True queens. <laughs> True queens are natural beauties that don't need makeup to make it to the top. So don't wear any. Do you want to know what I wrote down? Yes, I do. True queens, no makeup. <laughs> she tried. Your points were trying. Um, so they meet at, I guess, an office building. Yeah. And, and Jay is wearing one of the ugliest jackets I have ever seen in my life just like just like if your jacket has a white background and a print on it no just take it off 
Just throw it in the garbage. <laughs> like it's it's really hideous. But and, and, like, uh, and I feel like every season is just an exercise on how ugly Jay Manuel can dress. Um, so the challenge is the girls have to impress Mr. J with their knowledge yeah. of makeup for CoverGirl and the Queen collection. He basically says, "So I know that things got a little heated yesterday, but you guys can make the use this day to make it up to me." And I'm like, yeah. get it, Jay. Get it. You make no apologies for what you did. Like, uh-uh. They have to apologize to you. Um, and yeah, so they have to. So yeah, they're going to do a test trial run with CoverGirl Queen Cosmetics. My next note is CoverGirl should really just start giving this podcast money at this point. We give it so much free promo. That's true. <laughs> like, just give us money. Sponsor. Um, the challenge is basically they have... It's really hard to describe this because it's kind of dumb. It's like <laughs> a new challenge every floor and then they have to like go on the elevator and they can't miss the elevator doors or they're disqualified. Basically. So I think on the first floor they have to like put a dress on. On the second floor they have to put shoes and accessories on. And um, eventually they make it to the top and then they have to sell their look to a cover girl executive mystery woman yes uh, you uh, and i would both struggle with this because our colors don't exist in the cover girl world and it comes to makeup oh they just yes. don't exist like you and i would be like 30 seconds that's it really no ridiculous um meg is the first to be eliminated because she misses basically misses the first elevator mm-hmm. um and then the fifth floor they have to pick out outfits and that are basically the ugliest prom dresses i've ever seen mm-hmm. um the shoes and accessories floor are basically shoes and accessories. I, I can tell I was drunk when I wrote this note. Oh, and the girls can't carry the shoes and accessories. They have to have the them elevator. on. Yeah, on they have to body. have them on their feet. Yeah. Uh, and Monique gets out. Miss, uh, yeah, she misses the elevator and all the girls are like, oh, we're going to get it tonight. I'm like, y'all are in an abusive relationship. I'm sorry. Like, like that, the way, if you're saying that like, ooh, something shitty went down and I'm afraid of how they're going to react later on, that's literally what women who are abused say mm-hmm. <laughs> like actually or women and men who are abused like they actually say shit like that so anyway so the girls make it to the top and queen latifah's there because of course queen latifah like there. this is the best get of they get best get in terms of guests they get on this show for like a really long time like oh my yeah. god queen latifah i i would have screamed <laughs> like oh, that's amazing yeah. queen latifah is so famous um do you know who Pat McGrath is? Yeah. The, the makeup artist? Oh, maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> well, Pat, I just think it's really interesting because, like, Pat because they have uh, whatever Queen Latifah's makeup artist comes out. Roxana Floyd to help judge. And I think it's really interesting because Pat McGrath is a black woman who was creative director of Procter & Gamble, which owns CoverGirl. And I was, I was, I was just wondering, I'm like, why was she never a judge on this show interesting because like she i mean pat mcgrath in terms of legends in the in the like the fashion industry pat mcgrath is fucking incredible like so i just think it's really interesting that they that she never made an appearance on this show even i mean then again pat mcgrath is probably the one choosing the winners so like, yeah that's probably it um anyway uh, so the winner of the challenge is eugenia and basically, Eugenia wins because Queen, the Queen CoverGirl cosmetics line is for women of color. That's why, you, why Eugenia wins. And she sells yeah. it. But she picks Carrie And she D. sells it. Yeah, she sells it well. Um, she picks Carrie D and Jada to share in her prize. 
and what's the prize? Oh, they get to do a CoverGirl commercial or like an yes. ad campaign. Yes. Yeah. And so then we are back at the house and Monique is so pissed and she starts talking to her mom on the phone and we are just watching time elapse as she's on the phone and the girls kind of peeking their heads in and being like, huh. So it starts at like an hour and a half. Melrose is talking about how she needs to talk to her landlord. I got really mad because like, really? Like, I, yeah, she's going to lose a thousand dollars. That's a lot of money. She needs to then get out we of got to, Yeah. Then we get to two hours mm-hmm. um, and the girls are like, well, this is ridiculous. We're going to start thinking of like funny ways to piss her off. So Carity's like in a towel and, like, flashes about her. to shower. Yeah. She presses <laughs> her butt against the glass and, and Monique's boobs. and her boobs. And like, I'm, you, you know what? Where do you think Monique gets it from? Her mom. And you hear, Monique, you hear Monique's mom like saying on the phone to her, when they mess with the child of God, they have trouble on their hands. They don't know who and they're I, messing with. It's like, don't, what are you teaching her? This is why she is the way she is. I know we don't get really heated. We talk about religion on this podcast, mostly our love for the Jewish faith. But like, yeah. I, I mean, Monique's mom is kind of one of those women who like, it's like you use God as a way to, to be horrible. To be horrible to people. Evil. Jesus freaks that like to like use God to justify doing bad things. No. Yeah, you are, like, Monique what? is not a child of God. Monique is a fucking piece of shit. Garbage person. So Angel <laughs> goes in there and she yeah. li- just hangs up the phone. Like on literally her. like just presses the and button. And she tells Monique she needs to respect other people. And then Monique's just uh, she's just becomes even more unbearable and more of a brat and she sits there not talking to anybody phone pressed to her just reading a magazine listening to the dial tone listening and like to the dial tone. and when Anshal yells at monique which she, also maybe not maybe she wasn't maybe that's it but like but when Anshal yells at monique she yells at her in a very specific kind of way in the way that like you can tell Anshal was really mad like like it's like sometimes people yell at people and like it's like oh whatever but it's like Anshal was yelling at her like like I am emotionally exhausted and I am tired of your behavior and I need you to stop like I, I fucking hate Monique and I told you we were gonna talk about Monique for hours on this podcast because she's awful awful she's the worst anyway Tyra Mail. Oh, yeah. And then Monique leaves the room. She's like, oh, my God, was I on the phone this entire time? You guys like, oh, my God, like, it's my turn to be like, oh, I'm going to go to bed now. Is there Tyra Mail? <laughs> I fucking hate Monique. Like, what is why? What is the point okay. of doing that? Sorry. I, so <laughs> get a Tyra Mail. Time to wig out. Pump up the volume. And, and we go to dance. Siren Studios for a hair show. OK, so so Jay says to you like Eugenia and Jada and Carrie Carrie D that they're going to shoot their shoot but it's obvious like he continued talking and explained the photo shoot right because the way they edit it it's like they he's like you guys are going to do your shoot first and then they go into their cover girl photo shoot and then they go oh, back yeah. to Jay it's a bunch of weird editing weird ADR <laughs> so the much girl, weird ADR we don't know when that cover girl shoot was but it was not when the girls all arrived <laughs> no. and they all just stood around and watched them do it and Basically. then they did their hair shoot it doesn't no. make any sense <laughs> um, but yeah and so then um, the photo shoot is all okay, about okay girls get changed and meet us out front that was the weird ADR <laughs> oh, he did there's so much weird J ADR in this season there's one like later on in like two episodes where I'm just like why why <laughs> like, so, um, of this shoot is 
does the hair wear you or do you wear the hair? So and they got a bunch of weavologists. Yes, I love a weavologist. And they're called, they're, they're, the weavologists are Mr. Little, Lisa B, and Weaven Steven. Oh, Lord. Weaven Steven it, actually makes two appearances on America's Next Top Model. And Tracy Bain is the photographer. I think Tracy Bain, as much as I love what's his face, hot Mike, Mike Rosenthal, I think Tracy Bain is actually my favorite photographer. Because like watching her talk to Amanda in this scene, I'm like, you seem to really like have an investment in like making these photos look good and these girls being successful. So Anshul slays. <laughs> Megan loses her neck. Eugenia needs to be posed. Yeah. Um but Eugenia needs direction, but she like acts like she knows everything. And that's yeah. why they don't like her. Um, Brooke, Amanda crushes it. Michelle looks like Toucan Sam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Meg, yeah, Meg can't deliver quirky in modeling. Her like her personality is quirky, but she can't, just can't seem to deliver. Um, and Melrose looks like a bad peacock. Jada um, blows it basically. Like ugh, and yeah, and then Tyra Mail. Mm-hmm. Uh, blah blah blah. One of you will be eliminated. And then at this point, (laughs) I thought, go ahead. No, go. No, you go ahead. I'm I'm just mad because, you know, I can rant about this for 15 minutes. So I need you to take me to step back. Okay. well, I was going to read this note when you said Tyra Mail. Tyra Mail. What the fuck are you wearing? Like a poly blend trash bag? But then I realized that was a note I had to Tyra about what she wears in judging. <laughs> oh my god, I have a note about this about what she wears in judging. We're gonna get to that. But no, so at this point, Monique goes up to Melrose, puts her hand underneath her towel. Ugh. I'm guessing and like rubs her vagina. Let's be real. Like she doesn't say that, but like that's where the most of the moisture on your body once you get out of the shower is it's in your crotch and so like and it flicks the dirty water or dirty body like water in melrose face disgusting is this the thing that they had to talk to to monique about i think it's this because that's assault that's assault Uh. oh no it's not because it's it's next episode when when melrose hits her with the door that's the episode they had to talk to Monique because Melrose considered disqualified for that. Oh, disgusting. I know. Yeah, it's disgusting. Okay. I want Monique to go um, home. And okay, let's, let's... Yeah, let's... Yeah. Judging, Tyra shows up in a choir and literally a choir uniform. With <laughs> a witch's corset. She has a weird... It has, a, it has droopy arms, droopy boobs. It is satin for some reason. It's blue for some reason. And it has a corset. What is this? I'm mad at her. Like, there's, I've been mad at Tyra, but this is easily the worst outfit she's worn so far. It's really ugly. And her hair on top of it. Like, she looks like she's going Wretched. to church. Wretched. 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 Oh, this was just a note about how well Brooke dresses for every judging. Yes! Literally, all you need is blue jeans and a black top. Mm-hmm. And she's... She just she slays every judging. Um, the judges love Melrose makeover and her photo. Um, um, they they don't they like Anshul's they like the fact that Anshul got her hair cut. And then this is when Miss Miss J is like, "Is her hair moving?" And they're like, "Yeah, all the hair was moving." 
strange. Jada just walks up and Tyra says, <laughs> you're not owning your hair. Maybe you should just go home and count the days till your hair grows back. I told you. Like, Jada's the girl that Tyra what? likes. <laughs> like, Jada gets so broken by Tyra. Tyra's such a bitch to her. That's so mean. Yeah. Like... Like she it's just like, home what and she just walked. She just up walked to get her up. critique. Mm-hmm. And, but the judges also hate Jada's photo. On top of it all, it's not great. Meg's photo is looks like like somebody over face tuned her face. Like she has no cheekbones. Yeah. Like just also, nothing. Her hair, her makeover. It's so. It's too long. It's too long. It's too ugly. Um, Carrie, Carrie D comes is in. Wet. <laughs> what? compelled her to come in with wet hair jay says drag on girl <laughs> yeah because like her photo is like 100 percent jaw and they're like it looks kind of drag but i like it and tyra likes it and jay likes it nigel doesn't like it because nigel doesn't like charity right um, Correct. they love eugenia's makeover but they hate her photo she needs some humble pie mm-hmm. michelle is electric i love her amanda's I like Amanda's uh, makeover. too cute in person, but yeah, her shot but her is shot. great. I think Amanda, I like Amanda's makeover oh, you're over. Frozen. Oh, I am? I'm still here. Oh, you're back. Okay. You're back. Um, I actually like okay. Amanda's makeover over Michelle's a little bit, and I like Amanda's photo over Michelle's photo. Like, I think this is Amanda's Which best one's picture. the one where she's kissing her thing? That's a Michelle's. Michelle's the one who's kissing her, kissing her shoulder. And Amanda's like. Oh, Amanda's is the red one. The red one. I, I she looks beautiful. Um, the judges love but, Megan's makeover, but they're like, we want we want more from you. And it's and like she doesn't have a neck in her picture. She doesn't. Uh, J- AJ's photo is basically 100% nostril. And mm-hmm. Monique, they're like, we love your photo, but we don't like you in it. Um, so Brooke is a cheerleader. Mm. Meg has terrible posture. AJ has awkward bird-like qualities. Yeah. Jada gets lost. Megan's boring. Melrose did a 180. Mm-hmm. And Monique is a Charlie's angel. Yeah, she does look like a Charlie's angel. She does. Um, with her waves. Um, and then call-out order. Woo! Melrose, Anchal, Amanda, Michelle, AJ, Carrie D, Brooke, Eugenia, Meg, and Monique are all safe, which leaves Megan and Jada in the bottom. And my notes are so funny. It's like cutthroat. It says like, yeah, bottom two, Jada and Megan, and then it says, "Bye, Megan." Tyra welcomes Jada back and tells her to put a mop on her head. (laughs) I know. Literally, she's like, "You should put a mop on your head and make sure that you can model through that." It's like, whoa, okay. <laughs> Fuck so off, mean. Tyra. Why don't you go home and wait for your hair to grow back? <laughs> like, Such a mean girl. And, and, and to me, I feel like Tyra might just be so mean to Jada because Jada's so much prettier than she is. <laughs> like, like, she's just, like, threatened by her, even though she, there's a solid 20 years between the two of them. It's like, ooh, well, whatever. Anyway, so episode three starts with the girls right. sliding episode down. Episode three is titled oh, yeah. The Girl the girls Who go Goes to Texas. To Texas. Yes. The um, Girl Who Goes to Texas. Oh. Even though it should be plural. The, girls, right. the girls who go to Texas. Yeah. Um. Anyway, all the girls are sliding down mattresses on the stairs of their house. 
Jada still misses her hair. Yeah, she's like, I miss my hair and I don't think I'm ever going to get over it. I'm like, <laughs> fucking A, Jada. Like, the worst. Um, everyone's AJ sad. misses Megan. Yeah. And thinks Monique or Eugenia should have gone home. Yeah. Um, Tyra Mail. What, what is your what are your note on Tyra Mail saying? And then I'll actually tell you what Tyra Mail is. <laughs> okay. I might have written it down. Okay, uh, Tyra Mail, watch your step because butt's online. <laughs> That's basically it. <laughs> like, watch your step because your butt is on the line. And it's runway day. And Woo! this is when Brooke kind of verges a little bit far into AAVE for my my personal preferences. She's talking. So Miss J comes yeah. out. They go to like this, this cobblestone area. I don't know. It looks like they're in a park. Like, it looks what like does AAVE stand for? Because I have an idea in my head. African-American vernacular. Vernacular Ivana. What is expression? It? Vernacular expression. Rats. Yeah, I got the it. first. I think right. it's vernacular expression. Let me look up. Hold on. Um, but uh, yeah, Jay Alexander's waiting with a bungee line and is wearing a black tutu. Literally. And or vernacular just... English. I'm sorry. Oh, English. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, wearing like basically not even a tutu. It looks like like tool. Uh, <laughs> basically i don't even know it's 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 he looks like he's wearing a, a garbage bag but a fashionable garbage bag and just walks in a straight line on the bungee cord like it's nothing and he's like okay your turn mm-hmm. and these two randoms probably carnies yeah. appear and they're like we're gonna teach you to walk but, half, yeah. on a half inch cable they're literally walking a tightrope in a oh no he i'm sorry you're correct you're correct they're in a park I, I got this confused with the challenge. That's what happened. Hmm. Okay. So, so Jay is wearing, wearing a Jay is wearing a button-down shirt and a tutu and looks flat fabulous. Like uh, I would die doing this. I would die. Oh. Well, you get to hold on to something that like and, and they have there's a, a rope. Yeah, and they have a there's harness. like a bungee cord above you with like a thing on it and so a harness. You can mm-hmm. hold it balance. Yeah. But I don't even yeah. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Um, uh, Michelle asks for a one-way ticket so she doesn't have to <laughs> walk there that. and back. One of the tightrope people goes, "No lighting, you're modeling." Um, sh- what? <laughs> it's like, but you're you're carnies. Shut up. <laughs> like, you but you're carnies. Why are you giving them any advice? <laughs> um, Melrose nails it. Yeah, and and Monique thinks like Melrose acts like perfect. she's perfect, and you can tell she just does not like her. Mm-hmm. Um, my she next note, hate. and this is how you can tell I was I was getting more and more drunk as I wrote these notes last night. My next Lord. note is we should write cell block tango for America's Next Top Model. <laughs> what is the reference <laughs> I was trying to make here? <laughs> Again, I told Hillary before we started recording this that I spent last night pretty much in my boyfriend's apartment because he's out of town listening to sad broadway songs and singing them alone i texted her the lyrics yes you must have gone down a chicago wormhole yeah i i must have like i definitely went down a candor and ebb hole because you know maybe this time i'll be lucky oh yeah that was that was what the text i got when i got out of the movie i turned my phone on and i showed it to joe and was like just read my home screen and it was three separate texts from amanda yeah, no, yeah, it was maybe this time I'll be lucky and maybe this time I'll stay. And those are the three. And then my next one was, yes, I am drunk. <laughs> and then Hillary just says, oh, no. <laughs> Where? <laughs> no, Hillary cares about me. Um, Yes. So then there's Tyra Mail back at the house. 
Yeah. Expensive designer frock is what I wrote down. <laughs> we all love to, we would all love to be in an expensive designer frock, but tomorrow you'll rock your own line. Ooh, not um, even close. Yeah. So then Melrose <laughs> is on the phone talking to her mom and Monique bursts in. And because, she's like, I know the phone. And like, and you hear Mo- Melrose go, this is the girl I'm talking about. Because <laughs> clearly she'd been talking shit about Mo- Monique to her mom. Uh, well, and yeah. And then Monique like w- basically won't get out of the room, won't leave Melrose alone. And Melrose like basically pushes, like doesn't push her, but like she's in the door, the door frame. And Mo- Melrose basically like moves to push the door closed and the door hits Monique. Because, yeah, because she interrupted her. Because I'm she interrupted her. Me too. And this is I'm, why. How can you not be? Yeah. I'm, and and there's an interview on TV Guide that Melrose, or not Melrose, that Monique did. And they had to ask Ken Mock, who's the executive producer of this show, um, basically what happened. And according to Ken Mock, this is the incident where Melrose was considered disqualified from for doing that. They were like, yeah, you're disqualified because that's assault. And then Melrose, and then they like they looked back and they looked at the footage and they were like, "Well, it was inadvertent, so you're not really." But yeah, essentially, he was being an asshole. And like Ken Mock basically said, like, like there's some stuff from Mel, like from Monique that we didn't show, like if like and that we could have. And basically, he was like, "You guys need to watch the recap episode because there's more stuff of her oh, in shit. there." And while they're fighting, poor sweet Brooke is like in the kitchen and she's like, oh, guys, yeah. please don't start again. Exactly. But they had to talk to Monique about decorum and behavior. And essentially, I feel like maybe the, the, the producers went to the judges and were like, you have to get this girl out of the house. Like, that's why she goes home in this episode. I mean, she goes home because she didn't do the photo shoot. But like, she should have like, they were basically like, well, it's not no loss if she's gone. Basically. Yeah. Um, um, concerned and then to retaliate for getting hit by the phone door, Monique takes off her <sighs> underwear at the end of the day and rubs them on Melrose's bed. While Melrose while is she, sleeping. And she's hysterically laughing. She's like while. giggling. And it's like, again, that's sexual assault. It is. It's sexual assault. Like, that's, that's oh. disgusting. And then mm-hmm. she like stays up. And curls her hair. And this is when I have the note. She is crazy, but she's taking great care of her weave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't know why you would curl your hair right before you go to sleep. I don't either. Mm. Um, Monique seems like the kind of woman who probably puts makeup on before she goes to bed. Ew. Like Jacqueline Hill. Melrose says that Mon- Monique's doing all of this for attention. She is. And uh, the best part about, according to Ken Mock, they all thought that she was going to be the nice girl in the house. Like every all the producers yeah, thought that Monique was going to be like the nice, sweet girl in the house. <laughs> Bitch, yes, Miss J wearing a skirt as a dress with tulle and a magenta it, bow. It looks like a, a, a he made a trash bag into a skirt and then put it up on his top like, as a top, and it looks fabulous. <laughs> like and, yeah. and Brie from Psycho. Yes, there. The, this is the challenge. Sidebar. <laughs> this is the challenge, and they're in some <laughs> kind of cobblestone park. Archie. area i don't know where yeah it's a cobblestone archy parky area i don't know where they are it, it's there's no indication as to what they're where they are where this location is but the challenge is yeah brie comes in from cycle five and um she's wearing masquerade she's masks. We- yeah they're all wearing masquerade masks and she stomps the runway and the challenge is to be poised and balanced while walking in masks on a cobblestone runway i would break my ankle 
Oh my god, those cobblestones! It's <laughs> those dangerous. Scary. I was like this. I was holding my breath, like I was holding my breath during like the the six the six inch heel yeah. challenge from last season. I was like, oh. Um, taking deep breaths like mm. so many of them stumble melrose stumbles but she doesn't recover yeah miss j tells eugenia walk like you're walking through hell in gasoline soaked pajamas jay and jay of course gets our gets our fashion swirl of the of the season by saying posture balance posture balance and we find out that the winner of this challenge gets to fly to Austin, Texas to model in a Dennis Quaid charity fashion show. I have a lot of notes about Dennis Quaid. That is second. the most random thing it's I could think of. It's still happening. It's still a thing. Um, so yes. AJ wins. Because AJ was the only one who didn't trip, essentially. Yeah. yeah. And she, and she picks- chooses Megan Carradine. Carrie D uh, must have been the, the friend in the house because she gets picked for basically everything this season. Does she? Yeah. And Brooke's like bummed because she's like, it's my hometown. Okay, relax, Brooke. Yes. You're going to get to go home eventually. Tara's not going to. Well, actually, I don't know. She might imprison all of them. Mm-hmm. It, 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 yeah, they're all still in, in prison, the entire prison. That's what happens after you leave this show. Um, I also think I like Brooke a little bit more knowing that she's from Texas, but she's from Austin, like the good part of Texas. Yeah. <laughs> like, sorry, Texas. Um, <laughs> Shane, back at home. And so they back go back home. And Monique is starting to get sick. Just to let you know. Um, and because then, when yeah. you're evil, bad it, energy. It comes, yeah. And literally, sick. all the girls are just like, this is kind of karma. Like, this is what happens. Yeah. Um, and so then AJ, Megan, Carrie D fly American Airlines to. Oh, I made a note that it was American <laughs> To Austin. And they meet with former ANTM alumni, like. like bonded, I wrote them all down. Bondage Becky. <laughs> Cycle four. Yes. Alcoholic bitch Corinne from <laughs> April. Um, Cycle I don't have anything two. funny to say about April. Shan- Christian Shannon. One. Lucy Lu- Lupus Mercedes. Cycle two. Janice Dickinson's younger sister, Brittany. Cycle four. And this is my signature walk. This is the walk that will make me famous. Camille. Cycle two. Who's the only one who doesn't get a Chiron? Like they just yeah, show that, her talking to the girls, yeah. That but was she doesn't weird. get. I was writing down all the alumni, and then mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, Camille." Yeah, me okay. too. I like so I went I back. There. I went back twice because I was like, "Wait, I feel like I missed someone." And then I was like, "Oh, it's because Camille doesn't get a Chiron." So strange. And then they get to meet Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid, who was still hot at the time. Dennis Quaid ain't looking that good anymore. Um, and Dennis Quaid looks really good. Look real and hot. I see- yeah, I feel like all of Hollywood's dads are there yeah, because Greg, Greg Kinnear <laughs> and Dennis Quaid are there. And it's like Dennis Quaid, I think, like lit up something in my young, young uterus. Loins. Yeah, because oh. like, I mean, Dennis Quaid and Parent Trap, fine. Um, and he was like dad hot. And that's a certain category of hot I still maintain to this day. And Dennis Quaid, I think, is the originator of it. Um, and I also can't believe that Meg Ryan cheated on, on him with. Russell Crowe. Just saying. Ew. Yeah. Uh, also, also, just we see their runway show and Carrie Lee does a turn in it and it's actually horrible and I'm so embarrassed for <laughs> I know. her. I cried. The runway show is really bad. <laughs> wretched. The, wretched. And then uh, Meg, Meg says, let's rock and roll twice. Uh, I hate her. I, like, it's like Meg, like, it's like, I think she tried to make that her trait, like her, like her, like her thing. 
But it's like she says it with these gritted teeth and she's like, she talks with, with her teeth closed. I'm always shocked at how Meg talks watching her dog because she talks like this. Like she talks like her mouth is constantly closed. Like she doesn't want to open her jaw. It's very rock, rock and roll. I hate her. <laughs> and then back at the house, they get Tyra mail. Um, Time to walk the plank. I think that's it. I think that's it. That's all I have. And Monique's, Monique's like dying in bed and Brooke asks if there's anything she can do for her. And Monique's just like, uh, I feel like Monique was acting sicker than she was. A hundred percent. Like I, I've been dehydrated. Because that's what Monique has. Because apparently they just don't let these girls drink any water. <laughs> it's three times on this show. Yeah, that's insane. Three times on this show we see girls go to the hospital for being dehydrated. Like, come on. Give them a Gatorade. Like, what? Yeah, I'd give them a Gatorade a day and an unlimited supply of water. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, we also know that they starve these girls out because to make drama. But, like... That's like the, 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 take note, guys. Don't that that's a thing. Um, it's now a pattern. Anyway, um, the photo, and so then the next day, Monique decides she's she's well enough to go to the photo shoot. Okay, so the photo shoot is one of my least favorite photo shoots in the it's history. Not of this even show. a photo. What shoot. the fuck is this? This it's is a the, runway show is, with a photo taken at the end. This is actually torture. Like, this is them trying to torture these women. Like, they have some dumb runways. They have the runway where the girls have to walk, and there's that thing, that pendulum that's swinging, and they have to walk around it. What about the bubble? <laughs> I can't. No, you know I love the bubble. <laughs> <laughs> the bubble's my fucking fave. Because <laughs> the bubble's hysterical. Toby but... and I were watching that episode to pump ourselves up before we went out in Boy <laughs> And And did it work? Oh, did you laugh? I got offered coke in the bathroom. Yeah, you I didn't did. take it. Oh, disappointing. They offer you coke in the bathroom in boys. It down. wasn't a gay man. It was a scary woman who was celebrating oh, her divorce. Oh, that was that text. When you texted me oh, about yeah, that. Oh, yeah, I tell you, you that? About, yes, you did. Okay, there we go. Um. Anyway, so yeah, so the, the photo shoot, in quotes, because that's me being generous, is for, a, they're doing a runway, and someone's going to take photos of them at the end of the runway. Uh, it's basically a, a fashion show. It's are dumb. super delicate, so the girls have to be very careful. And they're walking over water. Yes. yes on are. these rickety, it's mm-hmm. like basically the dock at the end of the bay, except a floating dock where mm-hmm. it's not like secure. On, it's not secured. Mm-hmm. And my coworker, Kristen, actually mentioned this photo shoot to me yesterday. And she was like, that was just such a stupid idea. And I was like, we're talking about that tomorrow. And yes, I agree. Like, dumb. Um, and so then at this point, Monique ultimately makes a decide, makes the choice to go home. And Which she's be sick. And, decision. and this is where I have, I don't feel bad for Monique, but it's this weird I don't know. So basically, because they mentioned Danielle coming back last season. They're like, well, she came back and did the photo shoot. And Monique is wrong for going home because like, but it's like last season, they were also shaming Danielle for doing so. Yeah. And then and later on in this season, Carrie D gets fucking hypothermia. And they're like, why didn't you tell us you were so sick? Why did you continue to do the photo shoot? Why are you making so like, it's like they make her feel bad, but also they shame her for continuing to do it but also for it's getting sick in the first place so hypocritical you never know what you're supposed to do sense. it's like they they're like if you get sick you lose the battle you know yeah in this competition yeah. and it's it's a strange thing because it's like 
if it wasn't dehydration, like if, if I had the measles, they'd be like, no, bitch, go home. You're contagious. But right. So, um, yeah. And like, that's what happens. Michelle compares Monique being sick to Danielle and, um, Jay is basically like, I can have a driver come pick you up and take you home. And Mm -hmm. she's like, I'm going to do that. Yeah. So, uh, uh, so the girls do the runway show and Mr. J says Brooke was composed and it was difficult being first up. Jada's footwork was off. Carrie D's entire, entire boob, boob falls out. out. Um, also, what are these outfits? Because like, what, and they, on top of this, this dominatrix on top of like the, 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 the runway being planks and all that stuff. They, the girls wear these outfits where, like their arms are entirely like like locked away, <laughs> like like yeah, there's fabric, in, like, like leather gloves. Yeah, and like Mr. Monique, J like says, Melrose gets gets leather leather gloves, but Jada wears an outfit where full on like her arms are attached to her torso, and so she can't hold use her arms for balance on the runway, which is unbalanced. Like come oh, on, that. Um, Mr. J says that Miss J would die in horror watching the show. Yeah. But I think also because, like, this is a stupid idea. Um, and Eugenia fell. I laughed. Because, I can't, as I've said in this podcast before, I will always laugh when a girl falls on the runway. It's <laughs> That's so, so funny. Hilarious. And then they have to do a finale walk because on top of just to make it worse, <laughs> they have two people fighting to maintain their balance while trying to pass each other on this runway. And it's basically just weebles, wobbles, and we all fall down. And Jay's like, I don't know why no one's pushing each other in the pool. And I'm like, I agree. And then we get back to the house and Monique and Eugene are talking. And Eugenia's like, yeah, you would have blown it. You made the right choice. <laughs> and I agree. And then we get this shot of Monique sitting outside she looks like a little old woman in a wheelchair outside her nursing home getting her 15 minutes of sunlight and she's crying she's in a bucket hat she's reading Shined the bible crying she's o'connor crying like Sinead o'connor in the nothing compares to you video where she has like that silent like one slow tear fall down her face yeah it is hysterical <laughs> So then we get to judging, and yeah. Carrie D with that side braid looks like Ariana from Vanderpump Rules. Yeah, she does. She and like Pollyanna. Um, <laughs> Tyra does not know how many girls are left because Tyra does not give a fuck. Um, <laughs> and I also love the fact that they showed like the the issue, like the cover of Seventeen magazine, and the cover that they choose to show in this episode has Teddy Geiger on the cover. <laughs> they used that same cover for a while. Yeah, they. Oh, yeah. I think they used it this entire season because they didn't have another one to reference. They didn't have. I like, think they used it multiple seasons. I had that. I think I still have that issue. Oh, with I have. I had. It's that. still at the house. I, I. I have a collection of magazines. What happened from, like, to Teddy Geiger? I feel like Teddy Geiger, like maybe, is now writing songs. Let's look up Teddy Geiger. He's still doing music. Teddy Geiger was so cute. I just remember Teddy Elvick being just being like, "Oh, yeah, he's fine." He's he was he was like one of those guys that should have blown up and didn't for what because he was so generic. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, he yeah he's you know he's writing music. I feel like I, I realized that. Um, he wrote oh he wrote that Sean Mendez song. I can treat you better. I have a fun relationship with that song. Devin can ask you. The can guest you. judge <laughs> is Charlie, who was the designer for the 
all tuna merino show they just did yeah. oh, horrible name yeah i uh, looked and- up charlie all tuna and he's pretty cool I like his Instagram. <laughs> the challenge is the girls have to balance a bowl of fruit on their heads. And Jada is the only girl who does it right. Okay. Anshul's standing up straight and she can't keep that thing on her head. I think Anshul has a, a, cone, a cone head. head. I think she has a cone head. Like I was oh, looking yeah. at her head and I was like, mm, I don't think it's flat. No, like, it's not. Um, and yeah, uh, I would fuck this up. Miss yes. Jay does a Meg impression and he's like, <laughs> um i my favorite is when brooke like the like she takes like two steps and the thing falls off and she's just like it's fine i keep going and she yeah like, her walk that walk girl they did Love not her. give her the credit she deserved for that walk that was amazing when did yeah, the hair come through like amazing um um carrie d is carolina kirkova she really is uh, and then yes, yeah, she has charisma, and they re- they like her photo. But at some point, she says something. Oh, she's like they're like, but you look like Pollyanna with the styling, or whatever. And she like undoes the braid in her hair, and she goes, "I smell what you're stepping in." And the judges are all horrified. They're like stoned faced. They're just like, did she actually say that? And I'm like, you know what? I, that's something I would say. Sorry, <laughs> like uh, it's it's not you know. Anyway, Melrose's picture, she looks mad, but gorgeous. Gorgeous. Um, uh, AJ's she... picture is zen-like. Yes. Uh, yeah, she delivers. Like, this is AJ's best photo, in my opinion. Um, Absolutely. Mel- Brooke is quirky, and they loved her commitment, because she also has wind in the hair in her runway photo, too. Um, Monique. Eugenia. Yeah, go on. No, go ahead. No, no, no. Eugenia lacks zen is that what they, she yeah. needed to speed up her walk and mm. her picture's not great and her eyes are dead <laughs> true um which they are in every photo that she has um in most ha- across is vacant and she <laughs> didn't do the shows so they have nothing to judge her on the, except for past photo shoots i have the note anshal didn't try in her challenge and her outfit looks great in her photo shut up nigel Oh, he said, Nigel says face week. Oh, fuck you, Nigel. I hate you. Um, Yes, Monique doesn't have a photo this week. So they're going to judge her basically on her old photos, her potential, her challenges, etc., etc. Basically bullshit. Basically bullshit. Because I don't think, I think she's the only girl. I don't know. No, no, Fatima doesn't have a photo in, in cycle 10 and she makes it through. She's so, not the devil I mean, reincarnated. Fatima hanging out on Michael Kors's jet. Like I wouldn't be surprised if they took Monique's weave out and there was like a six 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 edge, <laughs> and, like, etched into the very base of her scalp, like the nape of her neck. I'm shocked that like like legitimately Monique does not have stigmata. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, I just don't understand it. Like. She did, there's no way that there's not some kind of devilish thing. Like I'm shocked that we took her. They took her weave out. That it wasn't horns in her head. So then we get into deliberation, and uh, Anshul is too nervous. Brooke is very likable. Melrose really looks like a model. Mm-hmm. Eugenia's a dead fish. <laughs> Carrie seems all over the place, like a little cuckoo. She's trashy. Sorry, Carrie. They tried. They basically describe her as trashy. 
Yeah. Because she Monique is. is one of the most beautiful girls Miss J has ever seen, but then she sings, she don't want to be here no more. She don't want to be, be here no more. She don't want to be here. She don't want to be here. And makes each of the judges do a verse in that it cuts directly from that to, I have 12 <laughs> beautiful girls standing in front of me. <laughs> I know. But I only have 11 pictures in my hand. Call out order is AJ, Jada. This is I think this is Jada's highest ranking, like highest placement. Um ever. Actually. I'm looking now, it's true. Um AJ, Jada, Brooke, Anshal, which I have a million per- spellings of her name throughout my notes. Like I this one is Ankal. Um Michelle Uncle Ankal. Uncle Anshal. Um Michelle, Melrose, Meg, Amanda. And Carrie D, which leaves Monique and Eugenia in the bottom. The girls that everyone wants to go home are in the bottom together. Oh, yep. and when Carrie D gets her photo, she says, thank you for believing in me. And, and Tyra goes, oh, gross. Okay, Jade. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh, God. I loved that. Like, I was actually like, I was like, you know what? There's Tyra's real personality. <laughs> like, yeah. there it is. I laughed it at just- that. Uh, Monique, funny. they're like, you don't want this enough. And Eugenia basically thinks she's better than she actually is. Bye, Monique! Bye-bye! The bye! Get the hell out of here, bye! Bye-bye! Go live under a bridge! And the, go live under the bridge that you came out from. Um, Monique, and you can tell that Monique, again, like I said, really thought that she was going to, like, skate through this p- competition, just, like, never get critiques, never get anything, and any kind of anything. She was just going to do fine and everything. She's never going to have to work. Um, and <laughs> then calls it a waste of her time. So... Hi. there's Monique like Monique is the kind of girl who like really wants something until she doesn't get it and then she's like that's a waste of my time like the kind of girl who probably is nice until like she doesn't get her way and then she's a huge bitch it's a certain type of personality type I've noticed working in the rest- restaurant industry is like people will be really nice to me and then as soon as we sit them at their table they're like why'd you put us here how dare you and I'm like oh I did that I did that I put you at this table because I wanted to fuck you over I'm sorry like I'm sorry I, I you know I did this I entirely ruined your day i'm sorry i did this <laughs> anyway so bye monique i'm happy you're gone and okay. monique basically like she actually kind of had a modeling career but not really but like she was a video girl no one is surprised oh okay yeah <laughs> no one is sense. surprised yeah it makes sense monique is the kind of girl like tyra said who went into the entertainment industry to kind of get some kind of validation mm-hmm. and probably didn't have any other employable traits yep. um, and so that's why she wanted to be a model and not a very good one so that brings <laughs> us to the end of this very Woo! great podcast um also did i tell you what tyra said her favorite tyraism of the entire show was i read what? an article so she she was like i mean like tooch and booch and all that stuff she's fine but i but my favorite was ho but make it fashion and i'm like you know what that is the best one you ever came up with <laughs> ho but make it fashion ho but make it fashion <laughs> so yes Hillary. so hunch so hunch do you want um, to uh do your social media sure you uh 
We have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash nexttopbestfriend. We also have a Twitter at nexttopbestpod. And we have an email address, nexttopbestfriend at gmail.com. My Instagram and Twitter handles are hilarious123. That's Hillary with two L's, O-U-S, one, two, three. Amanda, what's your social media? Hold on, I'm opening up my Capri Sun. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just wanted to say that. I'm not going to really open it. Um, my social media, you can find me at Twitter, at Loch Ness Manda. That's also my Instagram. That's L-O-C-H-N-E-S-S Manda. Um, I also have a blog, Romance vs. Reality. You can find it in the links of this very podcast. Just look at the description so I don't have to tell you where to go. Um, which may or may not be merging with a future endeavor that Hillary and I may be pursuing. pursuing. But we will see what happens there. We'll um, keep you updated. We'll keep you guys updated about that. And um, But right now, I am actually not recapping anything, so you can go there to find my old Bachelor, Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise recaps and my Vanderpump Rules recaps. I am considering doing a throwback Bachelorette Thursday where I recap all of Emily Maynard's season in order to prepare us for Ari season coming up this year. We'll see because the episodes were shorter at that time and they were like an hour and a half. So <laughs> instead of the two hours they are now. So we'll see. Maybe whenever we'll get to that in, in a few days. But all right. that's all I got. Ready? Yes. You, you shut, shut up. up. Yes. <laughs> Great. All okay. right. We love you guys. Love you guys. See you next week. Bye. Bye.